Welcome to It's the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by Hazel Brown. A healthcare leader, wife, mom, and career coach. If you're big on authenticity, personal development, perseverance, and transparency, you're in the right place. Join Hazel each week as she shares stories and drops some gems or talks to successful professionals and business owners who've agreed to share the parts of success that typically gets X'd out on social media because that's the part you need to see and hear. The process. The process. Go ahead and subscribe. You don't want to miss out on these transparent stories and discussions that reveal highs, lows, aha moments, and nuggets that will help you to grow and glow. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for tuning in to the It's the Human Experience podcast. Listen, if you haven't already followed us, go ahead and do so and definitely rate the episode after you're done listening. Today, we're talking all things faith, the role it's played in my life, in my career, in my business, in my relationship, in all the things. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't dedicate an episode specific to how faith has made such a great impact on my life, on my emotional intelligence, on my ability to keep going and being resilient and just to persevere through all the things. Before we delve into the episode, it just makes sense to start off with the definition of faith which is your belief or trust in someone or something. Oftentimes you'll hear people say, have faith that it will happen. So it's the belief that that thing will happen. People mix up things like faith with spirituality, with religion. And I want to make sure before we get into conversation, we're cleaning up some of those things by discussing the difference between the three of them. You listen to Lessons from My Mother in episode two. You already know that I grew up in the church Religion was a thing, Christianity to be exact. And so going to a Catholic university for my bachelor's and master's degree, that really changed my perspective because in undergrad, I had to go through three classes from theology and really understanding the Bible. And that really changed just the way that I viewed things. Before we get into all of that, let's talk about spirituality. Spirituality is a sense of connection to something greater than oneself. It's your connection to your inner peace, your harmony, like what harmonizes you. See, I did that in a way. (laughs) Your purpose in life. And just remembering that it could be intertwined with religion or it could be a la carte, independent of any religion or all religion or traditions. Now, religion is something different. It refers to a system of beliefs, practices, or values that are shared by a community related to a specific belief in a higher power or powers. Now, when I was going to Barry, listen, I would ask my mom questions like, mommy, how come in the Bible it says this on this page and on this page, it says this. Those college days really had me trying to make a connection around all things related to religion, spirituality, and faith. For me, every time that I was in a rough space or I needed someone to go to and talk to, where I felt the most comfortable was taking it to God my belief system, so spirituality, a sense of connection to something greater than oneself, I felt that it was bigger than me. I had to show up. I felt that I was being guided. I was connected to my purpose. And so while someone could say, well, Hazel, when you create goals and you set targets, you're able to work towards that target and stand up that goal 
and say, okay, I checked it off and I was successful within that goal, it's different. My faith is definitely bigger than goal setting for me, that I have to quickly differentiate whether or not I'm going to show up and say that there's a God, show up and say that I'm spiritual, or keep it on the hush by talking about things such as your internal compass, human psychology, or your intuition, right? Those are great principles, and I absolutely believe in them. But there's a difference between those principles and having faith and spirituality. I am not all-knowing. He is all-knowing, but I know that I'm staying true to myself. While I'm somewhat of a private person, I decided for the podcast, I wanted to make it very clear where I stood. You're probably saying, Hazel, why do you need to tell people what you believe in? Like, I don't walk around telling people what I believe in. Listen, I didn't either. And I don't actually, in terms of you listening to my podcast, being on Instagram, watching my YouTube videos, what would happen is I would talk about all these theories and all these things. And I'd have people reach out to me and ask me, when you say intuition or you say internal compass, are you referring to God? And I feel like I just want to be very clear who I believe in and what I believe in That way, when you're listening to the information I'm providing you, you understand my source of truth and where I'm coming from. Listen, life be life, and right? And it's through those tests and trials that I've gone through in life that has helped me understand just how imperative faith and my belief and trust in God really helps me pull through that. I remember when I was pregnant with my twins, I went through a moment to where I was in and out the hospital, in the hospital more than I was out the hospital. I went to go stay with my mom short term because I was so sick and wanted her love. And so I moved out the house for my husband and my daughter and moved in with my mom temporarily because you know that mother's love. And now that she's passed, I'm so happy I had that time with her because my stepfather was in Jamaica and I was cuddled up with my mom. I had a cancer pump hooked up to my stomach. The irony of that, just knowing my mom passed away from cancer. She really helped nurture me to good health. Just to clear the air, no, I did not have cancer. I had a cancer pump hooked up to my stomach because I had hyperemesis. I wasn't even able to hold down water. The cancer pump, they hooked it up to my stomach to allow me to get some nutrients to give to the babies so that they would be able to just thrive while they were inside. I was broken. I was hurt. I was questioning what was going to happen to my future. My mom was super worried that I wouldn't make it considering I almost died with my first daughter. Make matters worse. No nutrients am I getting. Super lethargic, not feeling well. I visioned myself underwater. Why? I'm in the medical field. I should know better. I decide to tell the doctors that I envisioned myself underwater in like a dream or something to that effect. Listen, they Baker acted me and it was the worst case scenario because honey, it was Friday. So I had to wait till Monday to get cleared by a psychologist. Listen, it was the worst weekend ever to be in the hospital. I had sitters around the clock really trying to take care of me to figure out what was going on. But I say that loosely because them sitters did not care about me. It was one CNA that actually cared about me as a person. And she said to me, Hazel, this is your current situation. This is not your future. And as I shared with you before, I was so worried about my future. I had went to college, done all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my goodness, my life is flashing before my eyes. And so for me, that's why there is some sense of 
purpose in my career in healthcare because for me, it was very important for me to bring the care back to healthcare, right? And just to be a little bit more transparent here, prior to having the twins, I went to school to be an anesthesiologist assistant in terms of taking the prerequisites and was waiting to start the program. And that traumatic experience in that pregnancy led me to go back to school to do a double master's in public health and health service administration so that I can bring the care back to healthcare. That's why, to me, when we talk about using Maslow's hierarchy of needs to create goals or to have emotional intelligence or to just overcome obstacles through resilience, perseverance, and all the things, I think it's very important that we understand that there are going to be times where the strategy, the plan, the things that we've come up with in terms of us feeling like we're in control, it's going to pivot. They're going to change. In this instant, I completely knew that I was going to be an anesthesiologist assistant. I was going to help put people to sleep and get paid six figs while doing it. But through my experience, I understood that I had a calling over my life to do something different. Let's be real. Trusting in God sounds so cool in theory, but in reality, that thing takes work. It really takes that sense of discernment and knowing that it's the voice of God. And even when you know it's the voice of God, you're like, God, but how? Do you see the tools that I have in front of me, God? Are you sure I could do this? Can you come back later? Why now, God? Okay, God, I'm going to do it. And then you start working on it. And then you're like, God, it's too much. It comes to feel like a burden because it is so much work. It takes so much to be committed and to stay on course because there's so many other things you could be working on. But those other things are not aligned to your purpose. The truth is when people tell me things about how difficult it is to accomplish X, Y, Z, It is because we want to do what we want to do instead of what we know we should be doing. Like we can know all day long that two plus two equals four and we want to get to four, but we're going to do two plus three. We're going to do two plus five. We're going to do one plus one. And then we're going to ask, why is it that I'm not getting four? Well, you're not getting four because you're trying to do things your way instead of making sure that you use the voice of God to decide what steps you should take. You want to make sure that he's ordering your steps, not you're ordering your steps. Let's be real. Before we start asking God to order our steps and to do all the things, are we even a good steward in the goals and the things that he's asked us to actually take forward? And when you think stewardship, I want you to think about the responsibility that you have for maintaining and using the gifts that he's given you. A lot of times, it's kind of like what we talked about earlier in the episode, Oh my God, why me? Why now? Find somebody else to do it maybe later. So we're having those thoughts within ourselves to where it's too tall of a class. It's too tall of a task. It's too much for us to be able to fulfill. And so when you think about that, are we really asking him to order our steps? Or are we telling him to make it easier for us, right? And when we think about our strengths and us being sharper and getting wiser, it's through our tests and our personal development that we actually get stronger. We are actually able to see what it is we can do with the skills that he's given us. And he's able to see what else he can trust us with. I'll go a little bit deeper for you because I don't want you to think 
that I'm being judgy or I don't understand how hard this is sometimes. Like I'm there with you. An example I can give you is when I started trying to grow my business to take it to the next level. Like I revamped my website. I made sure I set up all my back end, going through the process. And my God, I'm ready. Bring me the people. Bring me more. I'm ready to scale and go. But guess what? I wasn't okay with social media. So I'm like, I'm going to set everything up. I'm going to post when I feel like it. I'm going to do lives when I feel like it. I'm going to say I'm going to do this when it comes to social media. But I might do it. I might not. Was I being a good steward of the goals and the gifts that he's given me to stand up? Absolutely not. I was doing it on my terms, but understanding that when you do it on your terms, you can't expect it to happen in abundance on his terms. Sweetheart, you got to make a choice. Either you want it to show up abundantly because you're doing it in a way that's quality or you don't want it at all. Let's be real. We have to think about those things. While we're being real, let's talk about the fact that staying true to your authentic self, following God's guidance and plan for your life, that is not an easy thing to do. Some things that has really helped me stay aligned and be a good steward of his gifts and his work is understanding that you don't need to focus on the big plan. When you think about it, how do you chew? You don't look at your whole plate of food and say, I gotta eat all this. Ah! No, it's one bite at a time. And that's the way we have to look at his vision and his goal for our lives because we wanna provide value, not volume. The last thing we want is to try to do things hastily and then it doesn't turn out the way that it should because we were in a rush. Don't be in a rush to stand up God's work and to fulfill your life's work. Take your time. There's no rush. We're going to switch things up a little bit and talk about the soul. You'll hear people say that it should feel right in your soul. So for me, it was important to try to understand how much of the soul is connected to our spirit. And so when I looked up soul and like the definition of it, It's the source of an individual's consciousness, their personality, and their identity. And that spoke to me because in episode five, I was talking about emotional intelligence and all the things. And as I re-listened to the episode and I heard my personality, at some points I'm like, huh, should I include this? And I'm like, girl, it's you. Like it felt right to me. So it was pure to my soul. It felt good in my soul. And so it's really important that we think about things from a consciousness perspective. I am definitely a deep thinker. So I'm thinking all things and I want to provide you with all the information. And so a conscious mind is something that we use to process the world around us. Our conscious mind is our awareness of our surroundings, our thoughts, perception at any given moment. We use it to make decisions, solve problems for critical thinking, And then our subconscious mind is a little bit different. Our subconscious mind is a little bit deeper. So sub, we're going down a layer, right? And so when we think about that, it's things like emotions, different kind of thoughts, our influences, feelings, behavior. 
and ways that you might be triggered because you have to think these are memories and feelings. So when you think about episode five with the emotional intelligence, when we talk about being triggered by things and taking a moment to self-reflect before you react to see if you're being triggered, it's because sometimes those things might be deep-rooted in our subconscious mind, and that's why we're reacting. It's not necessarily something that's in our conscious mind, something in our preview to where we can easily see at any given moment. It's something that's deep-rooted, such as a thought, an experience, a smell, a taste, whatever the case may be, that's causing you to create that reaction. And we just talked about a lot. So you can clearly see why it's so hard to discern between your soul, your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, faith, spirituality, religion, all the things. But when I talked earlier about how hard it is to stand up in the truth of your gifts, something that I came across was something that people call heart's posture. And that stems from a gratitude of the gift that we've been giving and our eagerness and willingness to serve God with it. So it's making sure that we believe without seeing We're believing him for it because we know it was his voice. So we're saying things like, Jesus, take the wheel, right? While trying not to navigate it, allowing him to guide you and trusting that he will guide you because you're fearless. Like you can do it. It's faith over fear because that's really going to help us to really push us to new places of self-discovery, a rebirth, if you will in terms of becoming your best self, reaching that higher level, that self-actualization. Never could have made it. Listen, when I tried to look up like some of the most popular gospel songs, like that song was in the top four. Marvin Sapp never would have made it. And it makes sense because so many times when you're going through something, you have to have something to hold on to. Let's be real. Not just when you're going through something, when you're growing through something, when you're upping your level every single day as you're working towards becoming the better version of you, having faith and believing in something higher than yourself really helps to pull you full throttle to your next level because your belief is bigger than you. You're in your heart's posture to make sure that you're genuine in your approach. There are no ulterior motives. Like that extrinsic motivation is not your thing. You are deep rooted in doing his work. And that's going to help to determine just really where you end up. Because at the end of the day, you're not in it for ego. You're not in it to make all the things look good. You're in it to add value. You're in it to pour. You're in it to win and help others. Don't be afraid to live out your dreams. He will give you what you need. I promise. Sometimes I have to do things like play gospel music to help with my anxiety because I feel anxious because I know what he's asking me to do is a tall task. I know it's a lot. And I have to realize just what I said I can't bite off more than I can chew. I have to do it a little bit at a time, but I want you to know that it's possible. Some of the things that I'm doing, it really takes focus. It really takes knowing 
that I have to be a good steward. I have to make sure that my heart posture is genuine and real. And so I do things like light candles, buy flowers, take a scenic walk and child, because I need to lose some weight, I'll work out too. And it actually feels pretty good. I do those things because I know the work that he has is definitely needed. When I show up and I see the messages from my clients, from people on social media, it lets me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And so while that groundwork of being out of your comfort zone is not easy, knowing that you are being authentic in yourself and you are being obedient in his work has to feel good because you're doing what you were put here to do. Listen, keep the dream alive. Don't let it die. If something deep inside keep inspiring you to try, don't stop. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up on you. Like That is my song. Listen, that's not a look up. That is a me, like literally, I listened to that song before I recorded my first guest podcast because I thought to myself, Hazel, are you sure? And I had to get deep rooted in my gospel to lift me up and let me know, honey, your heart's posture is pure. You are following his word. Girl, show up and stop playing. And I'm here to tell you the same. Show up and stop playing. Plan. As long as your voice is authentic and your heart's posture is genuine and true, girl, get up. Sir, get up. Make it happen and do his work. It's in your will. We hope you caught all those gems. So here for all of it. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a gem. Write a review so that we know to keep bringing you episodes like this. And check us out online at itsthehumanexperience.com to keep up with us. Keep growing and glowing. Catch you on the next episode.